Those weeds in your yard, they might frustrate you, but there's a whole hell of a lot you can learn from them in terms of effortless flow. Now, I have a new LinkedIn newsletter called Uwe Wednesday. If you are connected with me on LinkedIn, even if you're not, go and find me and subscribe. In our first several issues of that newsletter, we discuss the power of water and what water can teach us about getting in the state of Uwe. Now, Uwe is an ancient Chinese term loosely translated. It means effortless flow. And this past week, on this podcast, please go back and listen to our previous two episodes. I interviewed marketing legend Stu Hynek, who's author of a number of books, but his newest book is Grow Your Business Like a Weed. As Stu outlined in his book and on that podcast, there are various ways we can learn about growth from weeds. But as I read his book and as he and I had our discussion, I couldn't help but think that weeds behave an awful lot like water. So in today's podcast, I'm going to share just a few lessons we can learn from both weeds and water about growing in a state of uwe, growing in a state of effortless flow. First, weeds and water just find a way. Boulders don't stop water from flowing down the mountain stream, and weed killer, as we've learned, doesn't keep weeds from continuing to grow. They mutate, right? They almost get smarter. We can't keep up with enough poison to to spread in our fields. The weeds just keep growing. When obstacles arise, weeds and water simply find a way. Have you ever pulled some weeds only to find them springing up in the same place a few days later? In his book, Stu Hynek describes the horsetail weed, which has an interesting means of finding a way to thrive and grow. He writes, since they show up where they're not wanted, it's natural for backyard gardeners to attempt to yank them from the ground. And that's when we see their ingenious defensive innovation at work. When you grab a handful of the horsetail stalks and pull, all you get are tiny sections of the plant. It leads other stuff behind. They just find a way to grow. As much as we want to pull and try to kill those weeds, they find a way. This example of the horsetail weed reminds me of one putting a finger in the dike, trying to plug the hole in a dam only to find the water simply finding a way to pop out of new holes. Or have you ever had a water leak that you think you plugged in your home only to find that the water found another way to leak through your roof or out the electrical sockets? Weeds and water simply find a way. Another lesson we can learn is urgency and aggression. In his book, Stu tells a story of Himalayan blackberries growing in his backyard. He writes, no matter what I did, they kept coming back. He'd chop and cut and remove, but they kept coming back. He writes, they were demonstrations of perseverance, but also urgency and aggressiveness. Weeds aren't aggressive in that they're angry or emotional. Stu describes it as being, quote, fierce in your execution while using stealth and surprise. Guess what? Water is the same way. Have you ever seen downstream towns get deluged in a flood or salt marshes in South Carolina fiercely fill up and overflow during a hurricane? Or here in the high desert of Arizona, where I currently live, the dry creeks and washes becoming completely overrun with water during a monsoon? Weeds and water are both capable of fierce urgency and aggression, not out of anger, 
but from simply dealing with what is and finding a way to grow, expand, spread out, and survive. Another lesson, weeds and water are both fierce protectors. Stu writes, quote, the stinging nettle is a fortress of a weed, bristling with dangerous loaded weapons. He continues, covered with hair-like hollowed spikes, the tips break off at the slightest touch, converting to hypodermic needles that deliver chemically induced pain. There's no ambiguity here. Don't even think about messing with us, quote. And as he points out, other weeds have varying defense mechanisms. Stu writes, the spiny amaranthus bears its fangs with ultra-sharp two-inch spikes. Himalayan blackberry mixes rampant growth with hooked thorns. Other weeds emit toxic aerosols or, like poison ivy, coat their leaves with an oily substance that causes weeks of anguish. But in the same chapter describing the protective thorn strategy of weeds, Stu quotes Warren Buffett, who speaks of the importance of having such protective strategies for your business. Buffett calls it, quote, the moat around the castle. A moat. What's a moat filled with? Water. Moats and thorns have the same purpose. Protect the inner essence. They allow a weed, a castle, a person, a business to become bulletproof and continue moving forward and growing. Another lesson we can learn is that weeds and water deal with what is. As Stu told me in our podcast interview, when he cuts down weeds in his yard, the weeds don't get sad or depressed or angry, but they do just keep spreading seeds and growing. When the water in the mountain stream approaches approaches boulders, it doesn't get sad or depressed or angry. It simply keeps flowing. Weeds and water deal with what is. They don't get sidetracked by expectations or limiting beliefs. They don't allow fear or anger to stop their spread. When we build dams in a river, that water doesn't panic, nor does the weed when you spray it with weed killer. It's not that humans should suppress our emotions, Heineck says, but it's easy for us to sometimes allow our emotions to blind us from truly dealing with what is and getting the job done. We can learn a lot from weeds and water. Next lesson, weeds and water don't ask for permission. Stu writes, quote, weeds, actually he quotes in his book, Alice Hyman, who told him, she's a sales entrepreneur, weeds volunteer in a garden, they just hop right in. They're present without permission. That's basically what a weed is, end quote. Ever notice when water just like a weed is uninvited and present without permission? How about during a flood? How about when that leak comes through your ceiling? How about a leak in the boat? Weeds and water don't wait to ask for permission before they act. Do you? In my book, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle, I write about our, quote, permission-based society and how we're programmed from a young age to ask for permission for anything and everything we want. Permission to speak, permission to take a piss, permission to take off time for a family vacation, permission to start our own business. How would your life be different if you acted more like weeds and water and just decided to start growing without asking anyone's permission? Sales expert Brad Lay, who's been on this podcast in a recent video, I love this video, he says in that video, and I quote, children need to ask for permission. Call me weird. I don't want to ask anyone for permission about how I spend my time. I'll do what I want to do when I want to do it. Children ask for permission. Guess who doesn't ask for permission? Weeds and water. Are you so worried about asking for permission that you fail to act? 
Another lesson, weeds and water, unstoppable growth. The weed called water hemp, Stu writes, is a supremely invasive species that has, quote, invaded farmlands across North America in recent years. Individual plants can produce as many as 4.8 million seeds, ensuring that wherever it lands, it's there to stay. It's unstoppable. They try to keep up with more weed killer. It mutates. It keeps spreading millions of seeds. You can't stop it. No matter how much farms try to spray and chop and cut, the overwhelming seed dispersal process of water hemp ensures unstoppable growth. And what about water? My wife and I recently paid a visit to the Hoover Dam. It's one of several dams we've visited in our travels in recent years, and while some might consider it a marvel of human technology and our ability to control nature, we're not controlling anything at all. We've simply put up a temporary obstacle. We didn't stop the water. That energy not only builds up behind the dam, it disperses throughout, right, causing massive lakes. In some areas, when those dams were built in the government projects of the 30s and 40s, it caused unstoppable flooding for tens of thousands of acres of previously dry land. It destroyed homes and towns alike. Have you ever seen firsthand or via videos floodwaters rushing through a town or seawater rushing on shore during a tsunami? Buildings destroyed and trucks flung around like matchbox cars. There is nothing you can do to stop it. Weeds and water have a penchant for unstoppable growth. Okay, so we've shared just some lessons we can learn from weeds and water about how to get in a state of effortless flow. How do these common characteristics all add up? I'll make it simple. What if you decided to start growing without asking for permission to protect your inner essence with thorns or a moat so you are bulletproof, to deal with what is and not allow your emotions to block your forward flow, to adapt and find a way to grow unstoppably and overwhelmingly no matter what? the world throws at you. To stop asking for permission, I gotta repeat that. The simple answer is that you would certainly live more in a state of uwe, a state of effortless flow. Weeds and water don't try to spread. Weeds and water don't need to be pumped up or motivated to grow. It's just in their inner nature to do so. But guess what? It's in your inner nature as well, whether or not you want to believe it. The key is relaxing, cultivating mindfulness, mindfulness each and every day, slowing the fuck down, getting in a state of relaxation to dissolve the barriers to unstoppable growth that keeps you trapped in a cycle of struggle and hustle and grind. It's that cycle that prevents you from growing in a state of flow. My name is Kurt Mercadante. I help driven individuals cultivate mindfulness, dissolve stress, and relax into their power and freedom. If it would be worth 20 minutes to you to get on a call to learn how I can help you in that regard, how I can help you cultivate mindfulness, dissolve your stress, finally choose now to dissolve the stress and anxiety because I guarantee if you don't do it now, nature will choose for you. Your body and your mind will choose for you. If that's of interest to you, let's book a call. Send me a message. You can send me a text, 928-275-1511. This is the Freedom Media Network. Thank you so much for listening.